Hello, welcome to another drive-in double feature. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week, every Tuesday and Thursday. But before I get into anything, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash driving double feature podcast. Just a little fun era where we're playing some games, having some fun conversations, just a bunch of other crap over there on P- Patreon where we're having some yeah. fun. But it's, uh, it is a good time over there. We try to cater to the audience. So if there's anything you'd like to hear from us over there, Please let us know. Please support us. It all goes back into the show. But today, this is a pretty monumental episode for two reasons, Nathan. So yeah. things worked out. One, because it's Thursday. God, I love Thursdays. Yeah. <laughs> we always record on <laughs> Thursdays, right? Yeah. T-G-I-T. But no, Nathan. It's our 200th episode. We did it. Woo, we did it. I can't believe it. That is insane. And it still feels like it was yesterday when we started this podcast and we were talking about like <laughs> like communion and stuff like that. Or is it starting it to feel old feel to that you? long ago. Uh, <laughs> is it? Is it? old. If it was old, since neither neither one of us get a paycheck from this, if it was getting old, I wouldn't do it anymore. But yeah, yeah, exactly. But we do get kind of a paycheck. Well, I mean, we we get paid in movie reviewing, so it's it all evens out. Exactly, but but no, it, exactly. I'm still having a great time doing this, even though it is sad that we are ending a chapter today. Yeah, and I'm I I'll talk about it at the end of the at the movie but so the other big reason is this is the last Godzilla movie of the Showa era that's 15 movies so Nathan roughly if you take out all the other side movies that we did leading up to this we did 15 movies from this one series that's crazy and that's we we were doing this once a month so it was 15 months of doing this i can't believe it well i mean more technically if you add in all the The other the other other ones actually uh so uh just to give you guys a perspective uh we recorded our very first godzilla episode on january 20th uh 2022 wow and that was episode 18 (laughs) my god (laughs) (laughs) so it has been a long time huh yeah so 182 episodes later here we are we did it we are we are uh closing out that's crazy you know we probably shouldn't watch so many movies no i need this i love i love (laughs) watching these movies (laughs) (laughs) no it's uh it's been a pleasure nathan like i said before it's uh been fun doing it i actually look forward to doing it and it's a great excuse for me to not only have a creative outlet to do this because i sometimes i feel a little stifled in a way of like not having stuff to do to get these creative juices flowing and getting to do this show with you uh, and not watching all these movies i probably would have never watched in my free time it's a it's a very motivating experience and very enjoyable and i'm glad i get to do this with you very nice of you. That means a lot. No, and I, I totally agree. It, it's been really nice because um, 
I don't know. When we started this, I, I had just met you when we did Trashy Boys. Not that I had just met you, but we didn't talk like a lot. But then we started doing this on a weekly basis. And, you know, we watch movies and we talk to each other all, you know, it's really nice to make a really great friend through this podcast. So I'm really happy about well, it. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty much Nathan. What Nathan and I talk about when we're when we're hanging out, anyway. Yes, so, yeah. It'll be like, oh, you remember that movie that we watched? <laughs> yeah, well, we, to even that, or just like other movies that have are completely unrelated to the podcast. So exactly, yeah. So hey, it's a fun outlet. But no, uh, I am actually very sentimental towards the series that we've done, and um, mm -hmm. I, we're going to be doing stuff that's like that moving forward that i want to still keep like a theme going like once a month but yeah. but in terms of godzilla and the whole series once together you know getting towards the end of this i was getting like weirdly like sentimental and emotional like not yeah. upset but just being like wow that's like it's over like i was i was kind of bummed mm -hmm. out a little bit yeah and i i totally understand i, I felt the same way it was kind of like uh like I said earlier, it felt like a chapter, like, you know, like Godzilla was the main, like I knew every month or pretty much every month I was going to watch a Godzilla movie. I knew that that was like a constant, but we'll just have to move it on something. We still got Bond and then we'll see what, what you bring to the table next. Yeah. So, but enough of that mushy crap. Mm -hmm. Let's just, let's get dig right into this meat. So <laughs> yeah, into this uh, garbage yeah this piece of crap but but no uh this movie is uh the terror of mecha godzilla made in 19 made in 1975 directed mm -hmm. by wait for it shirio honda wow he's, he's back, back. Mm -hmm. he's when i made the joke i mean it was we always make the joke he's back but we were literally it's because we're talking about older movies and the, the one we were doing he is, he's back. He did the final Godzilla yeah, movie. He did the final one. It's very fitting. And it's his last Godzilla movie too. So it, it, it kind of uh, works that way. Yeah, it's, it's so fitting. I mean, because Jun Fukuda, I mean, I believe they did offer him the opportunity to direct this one. And he's like, hell no, I'm sick of this, <laughs> these stupid Godzilla movies. You told me that would be the last one. I don't want to come back. You know, yeah. I, I get it. So he's out of the picture. Um, Ishiro Honda. So where we kind of left him before he was kind of like, I hate to say, but kind of like a beaten man, but mm -hmm. he was very much just like, having to fight, give up his creative juices and kind of have to bend at bend to the will of the studio executives, like telling them to make this more kid friendly, like don't mm. make it so dark. Start stop taking out all the drama. And so he was kind of like at a point where just like, ugh, like I don't even want to make these movies anymore. To the so much to the point where he was kind of semi-retired at this point. Mm -hmm. He was he was still involved in the industry, but in terms of feature films, he really wasn't working on too many at this point. And they came back and they offered him the position and he did take it. He said he kind of felt like Godzilla had kind of moved on without him, but he was just kind of like, all right, well, if I'm, 
I'll I'll do it again type of thing. Yeah, and I think even his son was like, I don't know why he did it, but he did. He said yes. It Toho yeah. had some dirt on him. They blackmailed him into doing it. That was a joke. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I they don't must know. have they they must had something on this dude because he just did so much for this and he just <laughs> They just treat him like garbage half the time. I and, know. <laughs> but uh, he's back. And in terms of story, I mean, they they really like the Mechagodzilla character. So they really wanted to continue that trend because it was like, oh, it was a hit. So obviously people want more Mechagodzilla. So, but at this point though, uh, they were so devoid of ideas to what their next movie it was going to be that they decided to hold a story contest. It's like, <laughs> you, tell us, you, you give us the ideas. Yeah. that that must be nice. Like just to be like, Oh, the fans can make the story. See, this is what we're talking about with comic book movies nowadays. The fans need to make this stuff. So, Hey, you know, it works, but I actually think this story is interesting because, um, unlike jet jaguar right is that the one that the kid made and then they just took that idea from him um yeah. this this woman that wrote this story ended up having a career after godzilla so she actually did get her start here yeah she was a um which i'll say it's a yukio takiyama mm-hmm. she uh sent in an idea for this movie and the uh, executives loved it so much that they actually offered her the position of being a screenwriter yeah, and so she got to write the entire screenplay. So she, at this point, she was the she wasn't the first one, but she was the first female screenwriter to write an entire Godzilla movie on her own. That's cool. Um, and she was really excited about working with Honda because she. Uh, I, it's so funny because I mean, so it's at this point, it's twenty years separated so i mean she was probably a little child watching the first couple godzilla movies yeah. and now she's a grown, grown adult and now she's working on it and that's she she had said that she watched a couple of those movies growing up and then just the fact that she actually gets to work with the original mm-hmm. director uh he it was just like a dream come true at this point yeah. isn't that crazy that we watched this many years at godzilla's that it's coming full circle that people that watch these at kid as kids are able to work on these movies now it's true i mean they that's they've been there's so many years removed i was because i was trying to think like something like of like the avengers or like the mcu type of like mm-hmm. and i was just thinking it's like how far separated it's like it's at this point it's been uh, what fifteen years yeah, from the, I, from yeah. Iron Man came out in two thousand eight, and it's twenty twenty three right now. So it's like mm-hmm. there are probably you know a little six year old that saw Iron Man, and now it's like twenty one. They're like, I'm ready to work on my Marvel movie now. I I love Marvel movies. No, I mean exactly, and I'm sure it's happened. Um, but you no, know, I mean I I think that's really awesome and. I like the idea of this one. I like bringing Mechagodzilla back. He's a good character. I think it's worth it. I was a little surprised that this is actually like a direct sequel because you don't you don't see that in any of these movies. They don't connect to each other. This one really doesn't either. But, you know, this one is a little more connected. It's probably the most connected. I mean, War of the Gargantuas was like, 
Yeah, it's kind of connected. But this one, at least, it picks up almost right where the other one left off. Except Mm -hmm. no returning characters, and (laughs) even the aliens aren't really the same that were there before. I actually really Um, hate it because there's an Interpol agent in this movie, and it's not even the same (laughs) Interpol agent. It's the same bad guy, too. Yeah, and I the I same just, uh, the the same actor plays a different bad guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so weird because they did that like they swapped uh, actors around. Like, um, what's uh, God? You you would know his name. Uh, the professor from the last one ends up being uh, like an Akihiko evil doctor. Hirata. Yeah, he ends up being an evil doctor in this one. So they're doing the same old Toho shtick. Yeah. I mean, they obviously they didn't realize that this was going to be the last. I mean, there was rumblings that this was going to be the last Godzilla movie for the mm-hmm. Showa, but they it was officially they were not really sure if this was going to be the last one or not. And the uh, so the other big bad in here, other than the aliens, which is the same aliens from the uh, previous movie, is uh, uh, Akihiko Hirata comes back. And he plays the villain in this movie, which is Dr. Mafune. And hmm. <laughs> it's just funny because he's that the, he was the hero of the first movie. And now the very last movie, he's the villain. Yeah. And he plays such a cartoony villain. I feel like I've never seen him play a role like this in these movies where he's like, he's really over the top. He's got like a big fake mu- white mustache on and, um i i won't i won't lie i i think i enjoyed his plot of he's a scientist he knows about this dinosaur and he wants to control it and the scientist community shuns him so he decides to take things into his own hands and you know it, it works which is a weird plot in itself because they they discover this monster this dinosaur underwater and they're like oh well this Professor Mafune, he uh, discovered this dinosaur, but the scientific community rejected him. And at a certain point, you're like, well, there's been all these other monsters, though, that have been attacking <laughs> Japan. Like, there's probably 30-odd monsters that have all been running around, and yeah. now you're going to be like, no, not that one. That one's you're Whoa, crazy. Leave the dinosaur alone, buddy. <laughs> yeah i, yeah, the, I, I what's totally this agree dinosaur you think this dinosaur is going to be running yeah. around but it's the dinosaur in the room with us now doctor <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then they all beat him up <laughs> that is weird yeah they show him getting beaten up in the photos i love that there was a photographer there just taking pictures of this guy getting the crap beat out of him oh uh, but once again i i don't think it's weird. I remember more about this human plot than the last movie, but that also doesn't mean that I like it as much. I, I think maybe the humans were a little more relatable in the last one, and he's probably him and his daughter are probably the only characters that really stuck out to me in this movie. Yeah, I mean, the there is a male protagonist, which is Ichinose, and yeah. he's, an inter, he's an Interpol agent, and mm-hmm. he... Uh, he kind of starts falling in love with the, the professor's daughter mm-hmm. and he uh it kind of develops these romantic but i mean i i really was not connecting with that romance i mean i know they were trying to go with this tragic love mm-hmm. story but it just 
did not connect with me at all. Like I was just like, I'm not buying this. This is pretty bland, honestly, in terms of romance. But yeah, exactly. No, I, I felt very much the same way. Um, but I will. But I I do agree with you that I do feel like the human plot is a lot more memorable, and I will. I'm gonna say it's probably one of the better human plots of any other mm-hmm. of the other Godzilla movies. Yeah, because it allows itself to be goofy. It allows because like usually the humans are pretty disconnected from the sci-fi elements. Um, but like and think of Invasion of the, of, um, the Astro Monster that had the sci-fi elements and it was intertwined with the people, and I think that made that stand out. And kind of saying here, this one has a sillier tone to it, and I think that's what makes it interesting it actually is doing something at least yeah definitely and i uh so the story for this one um like i said uh takiyama she uh wrote the uh, screenplay for this one and they said she uh she turned in like three or four drafts of it and even uh honda had said she really is not thinking she doesn't really have a very cinematic script to it (laughs) Yeah, and he had he had to kind of help her out a lot, but she was really willing to take on the advice because she admired him so much. And mm-hmm. by the end of it, he actually admired her as a screenwriter a lot. And they always one thing about Honda is that apparently he was always a really big proponent of female perspective mm-hmm. on a lot of these movies. And one of the rumors was at the time is like he would leave his screenplays out uh, on in his house so that way his uh, wife would read them and that way his wife could give uh, her opinions on it as well yeah. so and i mean didn't he for the longest time we talked about this forever ago but after got the godzilla movies toho put him on to do those female-led dramas so i i think it was kind of always there yeah after the original godzilla movie was over because again he didn't direct the very first godzilla movie um he i mean sorry he didn't direct the second godzilla movie he uh and that's because they pulled him to do more human like female driven love stories i think that's so i think like this stronger human element is definitely shines through with honda and uh, takiyama teaming up and kind of trying to make something of it uh that normally we wouldn't see in a godzilla movie exactly i you know i think that's what's nice about Ashiro, Ashiro Honda coming back to these movies. I mean, I actually like Jun Fukuda, um, but Honda just brings something special to these movies. I think he can make a more relatable human plot or, you know, just draw something more interesting out. And him working with the screenwriter obviously helped that. Well, I mean, Honda is no, he's no slouch when it comes to regular movies too. I mean, it was just, he was just kind of pigeonholed into like, and doing a lot of these sci-fi movies when he could be directing a lot of more of like these big cinematic movies like the Kurosawa movie that mm-hmm. yeah that were getting made and but he was kind of just like well I'm just make my same movies that they tell me to make because I'm mm-hmm. I just do what they tell me to do but uh, I, I definitely feels like he's not as constrained as he normally is in this one because this movie is a lot darker in tone than yeah a lot more of the recent movies that have been out. So this one is focusing a lot more on the human element. And because what happens in this movie is that the aliens do recover the parts from Mechagodzilla and they're trying to rebuild it. And the, uh, 
aliens are working with Dr. Mifune because he's a crazy guy and he wants to take revenge against the earth for them, for him not believing him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, and when he had, he does help them work on Mecha Godzilla and he says, Oh, well, Mecha Godzilla, he's never going to be a superior being unless you guys give him uh, some type of living human tissue. And <laughs> I, which I don't know why putting a human <laughs> brain in a and a yeah. robo dinosaur makes any di- make any sense, but whatever. And it sets up the movie being tragic. Okay, <laughs> it does. But uh, the aliens they uh, they actually <laughs> take uh, his daughter without him knowing, oh. and they turn her into uh, an android or a cyborg. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and uh. put put got Mecha Godzilla's controller in her brain. Yeah, and I mean, I, I have to say it. This is one of the other Godzilla movies, children's movies, with nudity in it. Because uh, they're working on her at one point, turning her into like an android. And her boobs are out. And I think they're fake. But still, it's like, what? Why is this necessary? Oh, yeah. They're yeah. fake. Okay. But, yeah. don't, but don't worry. She does show her boobs later in a different pink movie that she did. Wow, we really got to cover. Okay, October's pink month. <laughs> oh, it's like breast cancer. Perfect. Perfect. Yes, <laughs> that one was taken out of the original uh, of the American cut. Makes sense. And, but uh, again, nudity is just not really seen as that big of a deal. I don't think in Japan and even this one, it's definitely not sexual at all. It's very no, much no. It it's it's has all the uh it's you know it's like watching them performing a surgery and they just have her chest exposed exactly yeah it's not it's not sexual in any way um but we haven't even talked about the new monster yet well yeah i wanted to make sure we built up to that so yes leading leading up to that because how the movie starts it's the uh military going underwater in a submarine and they're trying to find parts and pieces from Mecha Godzilla, but they bit off a little more they can chew because out of nowhere a dinosaur appears, and it's the dinosaur that Doctor Mahune promised would uh, would be seen, and that is Titanosaurus, which is kind of a giant fish-like lizard. Would you say looks like? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It- yeah, I, I guess that's the best way to put it. I don't even know. <laughs> it's got a very dinosaur-like body. Uh, what what was the dinosaur? Uh, Paleosaurus, I think. It was what the... Yes, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so it's supposed to be a, an aquatic type of dinosaur. So it's got the uh, little fin for a tail and got a fin on top. But it's got the very cutest roar, Nathan. <laughs> and it sounds just like this. Yeah, yeah, so cute. Right. And so uh, that roar is, uh, it's it's actually a sped up modified version of elephant uh, trumpeting. So, gotcha, that makes sense. Which is, but they wanted it to kind of have like this evil kind of cackle, kind of like a gabra. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one, they had that. Now, if you love the sound of that of that roar, you're going to be hearing that a lot. Nathan, over what and it, over. <laughs> 
Nathan, so what did you think of Titanosaurus and his uh, roar? Okay, that cackle is so annoying. <laughs> it, it's over and over. I was giving. I, I usually don't care about the roars, but um, you know, his is a little annoying. But the thing is, is I do kind of like the design of him. It's no Mecha Godzilla. Um, it's definitely not a standout monster, but I, he's fine. I, I I really like the look of him. I think. Yeah. It's got a colorful look to them. It's kind of like, uh, it's a lot more simplistic than mm-hmm. a lot of the other ones where it's like Guy again. It's like, yeah, I got these hooks and he's got a buzzsaw in his chest or uh, <laughs> yeah. Megalon or it's like a bug that shoots bombs and has drills for arms. So yeah. it's it's a lot more simplistic and I, I appreciate that. So mm-hmm. um, I really like the look. The roar, I mean, yeah, it does get annoying after a while, but I I think that's kind of the point. Yeah, I think bit. so. Like like you said, it's a cackle. He's supposed he's supposed yeah. to be upsetting. He's a villain. But yeah, and the thing is he's not really a villain too at the same time because that's true. they make they do make it a point that he is being controlled by Dr. Mafune and Dr. Mafune uh has been controlling this dinosaur and this dinosaur has been murdering people and beating up godzilla against its will yeah and and I, it's kind of tragic isn't it <laughs> he's just woke enough to do that yeah um I, I we didn't mention it but that submarine scene i do have to say he's a little silly looking when the whirlpool happens and he's like latched on the submarine and it goes down the whirlpool once again <laughs> it looks like a toy but it, it's funny but no it's he, very Oh, yeah it's very it's very clearly a figure of yeah. some sort but it, it just looks funny but i you know i do think it's a good introduction to the character or the monster like you just mm-hmm. see him out of nowhere and it just like hugs this submarine and it just explodes in its chest yeah and ryan i do have to say titanosaurus shows up in the godzilla soccer game as well he is a playable oh. character <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Do you get to hear his roar? I hope so. He's also in Godzilla Unleashed, so uh, wonderful. Another point. Yep, ding. Well, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, I really I really like the way they look in this one. Um, yeah. I will say, so the human element of this movie is very, very prevalent in this movie. Like, when I say mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, we see the intro to Titanosaurus. We don't see Godzilla almost an hour into this movie. Yeah, it's one of those Godzilla movies where we have to wait to see him. Yeah, and he's got a great introduction. And then even Mecha Godzilla, you see Mecha Godzilla just kind of standing there, like when they're working on him. But mm-hmm. he doesn't start moving around until like an an even later in the movie. Yeah, it, exactly. Um, it, it's a little disappointing. But what's funny is, I mean, at least this one has a strong enough human plot to where it's not boring, where most of the time these movies where it's like that, where it's like, oh, we didn't see Godzilla till late. And it was like, well, that sucked. You know, this one's, it's fine uh, for that. And like you said, Godzilla's intro is really cool where the light starts shine, like shines in on his face. And we know how we talked about how we, you know, that how cool the new Godzilla suit is. I think he looks really good in here too. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's they they change it's the same body from the other mm-hmm. ones but they just change the face just a little bit and mm-hmm. it 
again, I want them a really great looking face on this one. And, uh, but yeah, he's got a great intro and Godzilla again, like <laughs> this one is like, like Godzilla versus Gigan almost where Godzilla just gets like the crap beaten out of him for like a majority of the movie. Yeah, of course like, it is. <laughs> um, now, it's not as which I uh, it's not as violent as the uh, as no. Mecha Godzilla where he gets like the blood spraying and all that. But uh, oh, one thing I didn't say in the last review is that the uh, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, other than a couple of flashbacks that are in the movie when they're talking about other monsters, that movie is almost completely uh, original material. There's no stock footage. Like, from, <laughs> wow, uh, Toho, good job. They made an original movie with, <laughs> with that. Uh, that cannot be said though for this one because yeah. they do reuse shots from uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Wow, Honda, you really let him do it, huh? Uh, <laughs> but uh, he probably had no choice. But um, yeah, that's a thing. Um, but I do think Godzilla. It is funny. Like there is one scene where Titanosaurus like puts his hand on Godzilla's nose, like almost feels like his snout out, like touching it, picks him up and like slams him down by his mouth. I think that is a great scene, even if it's Godzilla getting beat up, but I love it. Now, Nathan, how would you feel if somebody just bit you on the nose and just like they picked <laughs> you up? With... <laughs> I, I I, mean, it would hurt a lot. Uh, it'd also make me feel self-conscious about my nose. <laughs> And you think that's how Godzilla felt? Like, oh, I got a big nose. Oh, God. <laughs> I think your nose would probably rip off if somebody bit your nose hard enough to do that. But... To lift you up, yeah, it would, it would be <laughs> Good thing his nose was rubber. But, uh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> uh, no, I, they, they, so basically Godzilla and Mechagodzilla, they, uh, Mechagodzilla and Titanosaurus, they, they just beat him up entirely. Like, they're kicking him. Like, there's one point, like, <laughs> They like Godzilla is like trying to get up and Titanosaurus just like soccer kicks him like right yeah. in the face. And he's like tumbling. <laughs> like this man fall, like just like gets thrown around. You know what? Uh, I guess I can't say it's the worst, but you're right. It is one of the worst beatings he's gotten. I I think probably Godzilla versus Gigan is probably the worst he's gotten beaten up where he got yeah, he's literally like bloody. stabbed. Well, he got stabbed yeah. in the in the head. Like he, they dropped the hook, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. So, but this one, in terms of like getting beaten up, it's it's pretty bad because he's getting mm -hmm. beaten up by two different monsters, and at one point, they blow a hole in the ground and they throw his lifeless body in there, and then they bury <laughs> him alive too. Yeah, absolutely insane. Uh, yeah, he gets buried alive. And we, did we mention that the girl is controlling Mechagodzilla, right? Um, yeah, so that's when I, when she was having the surgery, that was one thing mm -hmm. they implemented was that they can put God, Mechagodzilla's controller in her head so she can control Godzilla and her father can control Titanosaurus. Yes, yeah. Um, but his the father kind of gets a realization like and it's not really like positive but i think he realizes like what damage he has done at this point which is like someone who's crazy enough to be like i'm going to take control of a dinosaur and have revenge on the entire earth by destroying it 
wouldn't I don't think they'd ever come to the realization that oh I'm doing something wrong well you know and it's so dark because his daughter she all she's done up until this point is like protect her father and like because Interpol showed up at their house like trying to ask mm-hmm. questions she lies and say her father's dead mm-hmm. and all this stuff and uh even like she tries to get close to the Interpol agent it, Ichinose <laughs> just to get just to get dirt and like try to like you know get him to put him off the track of her father and she gets rewarded by this and like and like I said he has a point of realization like oh wow this is bad but it's not enough of a realization for him to second guess what he's doing it's just like <laughs> yeah. full steam ahead I still got it we got this far it's Let's going on it. yeah exactly and uh and yeah, it ends very tragically with her. Like she, she feels horrible for what she, you know. She the only way she can solve the issue is she, she kills herself. Like she sacrifices herself so she doesn't control Mechagodzilla anymore. Yeah, it's that's the only way they can stop Mechagodzilla from working is that mm-hmm. she dies and she ends up shooting herself in the head. And mm-hmm. speaking of that, so one thing they do find out is that one of the weaknesses for Titanosaurus is that he hates supersonic waves. So of course. Yeah. (laughs) So we've come full circle back to where the military was attacking Godzilla in the first movie. And now Mm -hmm. they're helping him. They're, (laughs) they're giving, they're they're giving him a hand and the military actually does something proactive. And they shoot. And not like just shoot at them and not do absolutely nothing. They actually, they help godzilla second is humans it's the military yeah because yeah, so apparently mecha godzilla was so evil in the first one they had to write a whole prophecy that had that required two monsters to beat him but now it's <laughs> one monster in the military yeah hey you know what I, i'm all for it and they, they take care of him uh, godzilla ends up ripping mecha godzilla's head off like in the first one but guess what He's got a hidden head under his head. He can't be dis- he can't be stopped. Well, let me ask. So, did you know that was going to happen? No, I did not. <laughs> so, what, what was, was your reaction? Sur- I was surprised. I mean, I think I like laughed because I was like, "Oh, that's silly." I I like it. Like it's like a twist, like a really dumb twist. But like, oh my god, he's got a hidden head. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. and uh, he uh, he does once. Uh, once she's dead, Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla kind of powers down, and Godzilla throws him, blows up Mecha Godzilla with his he, atomic breath. He flies back. Oh, uh, there's one thing I forgot to mention that was also like so memorable was when Godzilla was getting beaten up. Mecha Godzilla shoots a missile like right into Godzilla's chest, and like smoke comes billowing out oh, of Godzilla's right. head. Yeah, it's that was that that was pretty awesome. Uh, we also forgot to mention uh, Mechagodzilla uh, destroying this Tokyo and the scene that really awful scene with the two kids being like, "Oh, oh my god, we're gonna get stepped on!" and Godzilla saves them. It's, that, it's so unnecessary. I know it was so dumb, and they uh, like like Titanosaurus is about to like you see his little like claw like and about to grab these kids it's so poorly green screened too it looks awful 
Yeah, then Godzilla's like, not on my watch. And he just starts running over there. <laughs> I killed so many people 20 years ago, but today I'm saving a couple humans. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the other thing I want to mention is uh, Titanosaurus's tail wag, which I thought was pretty creative. Oh, yeah. like he's, since he's got a big fin for a tail, uh, once he swings his tail, it causes these huge gusts of wind, like hurricane-like winds. Yeah, I, I like that too. Which they love that. They love doing that with Rodan, Mothra, Ghidorah. Anything wind-related. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it blows them away. And uh, once uh, Mechagodzilla has been destroyed, uh, Titanosaurus is... Like, they shoot the little missile on Titanosaurus next, and they emit supersonic waves. Titanosaurus is just like... <laughs> and just, like, cannot believe it. He just in so much pain mm-hmm. and godzilla is just like screw you beats him up even more and mm-hmm. then just hits him again with the atomic breath and he just collapses back into the ocean like falls backwards yep bye punk <laughs> that's all yeah. i gotta say <laughs> that's just like so this poor dinosaur just didn't want anything to do with any of this mm-hmm. stuff and he's just like now he's just gonna be like waking up in the ocean like half dead being like what ha- what <laughs> happened got the, it's like the hangover but like yeah. the monster movie version <laughs> yeah. oh my god come to find out you were in like a giant fight with godzilla the night before <laughs> i know and uh oh one thing too i want to say too about the fight i actually really loved a lot of the camera shots that they had in this movie mm-hmm. um now, normally they shoot all these monster movies behind like matte paintings and they do in this one as well too, but yeah. there's some scenes where I, I'm pretty sure they like went outside and they shot the monsters from upward. So you mm-hmm. kind of see like these really big macro shots of like Titanosaurus and Godzilla kind of like boxing with each other or they're just throwing punches or they're throwing their head headbutting each other. I thought that was actually really creative. And it's like, I haven't, we haven't really seen anything like that. Yeah. I feel like we didn't talk about this in the last movie. Um, but I think these last two movies have been some of the most well shot, well edited movies of the bunch because the last one was edited really like crazily. I really liked it, but you're right. This one, a lot of the fight scenes looked really good. And like you said, it was filmed outside. So there's like a bright blue sky and they're just like right up against each other. So it it actually is doing something interesting and it's a little sad that it's the end of this era. I know. I just, I would have liked it if they could have done a little more. It's a little too, too little too late. Exactly, I think was, yeah. So it's, it, it's impressive, but I would have liked to have seen it a lot sooner in the series, but uh, I do applaud the effort. And, um, but yeah, the, the movie kind of ends after that. Again, the, the uh, aliens get destroyed. Um, they're not gorillas in this one, even though they're from the same planet. Like they rip, yeah, one of them it. rips off their face and it just looks like this guy has a deformed face of some kind. And that, that's yeah. supposedly the same alien. I, I have no These idea. These people don't but... care about continuity. No, clearly not. And uh, which I don't know why they couldn't do that because they just used cheap gorilla mask and painted them green in the last movie. So I don't know yeah. why they couldn't do it again, but whatever but the movie's supposed to end on a real tragic no and i think you know like i don't know like i i know they didn't 100 percent intend for this movie to be the last godzilla movie but 
seeing Godzilla like Walk, oh, yeah, walking away, wa- walking away. It just it really has kind of like a weird finale to it. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, yeah. It, no, I agree. It feels like a final goodbye. Like I'm walking away. I'm stepping away for a while. It, it, it feel it feels right. Yeah, and that's like, and that's what I was saying when I was getting like weirdly emotional to it. Like when I was watching that final scene, that's when it was kind of like all hitting me at once. Where it's like, wow, this is it. Like <laughs> that's the last one. And like, and I mean, you know, the movies will stand the test of time, obviously, but you know, it's just getting to re-experience them with a friend and all that. It's a, it's, it was a, I was sad to see it end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. It, it's definitely the end of something. And um, yeah, but, it's emotional. But, you know, how did this movie do, Nathan? How did it do? How did I, it stack up compared to the other ones? I'm, I'm thinking big numbers, big <laughs> oh, you numbers. you think so? Yeah. Big money. Mm-hmm. But, uh was what i would like to have said but (laughs) instead even as of today this is the lowest performing godzilla movie ever made god that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) and after after like the semi-success of the last one too yeah so i don't know what it was i mean maybe it was because they're clearly not uh trying to promote um a lot of these movies to kids anymore it's very like it's like this weird tone of like they're trying to get away from kids and they're trying to be a little more adult in this one so maybe that scared some of the kids away and maybe mm-hmm. adults were still like oh well, those are just kids movies now so i'm not even going to bother with it so um and even now i think there's a lot of reflection like one of the i was reading a quote from the uh, special effects guy uh, Nakano that was doing it for this movie is just like you know I think at the end of the day we focus a little too much on making children's movies Mm -hmm. and I think that's a pretty fair argument I mean that's pretty much like later in the series it's like kids 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 are going to see these movies and they trying to shy away from making it more cinematic and stories that draw you in and it's just like just focus on the monsters which you know kids like watching that but when you actually try to step out of that box and try to make something like an actual good movie like this one's trying to do Mm -hmm. it's just like oh kids don't want to see that they don't want to see a touching love story or anything like that yeah no exactly and uh i I feel like that kind of killed it for a little bit for sure yeah very much just kind of like oh man like i very much like they wanted this movie to perform a lot better and mm-hmm. um that that kind of sealed the deal for the movie um i think it's kind of at the point where fatigue is an understatement at this point i mean yes. it's it's at this point it's like they're there's they're out of ideas they're having to make these contests where people are thinking of ideas for them the original creators of the series is very much just like i don't want to do this anymore like i'm so tired of working on these movies all the actors involved it's just all the actors from the original movies and series that were coming back and reprising and doing these energetic roles they're getting old and retiring and so it's time to like 
hit the pause button here a little bit and mm -hmm. that's that's what happens they push pause on the series um, this movie does come out in america it does there's two different versions of this movie there's <laughs> the terror of godzilla <laughs> yep. which i don't okay whatever yeah. and and there's a uh and there's also the terror of mecha godzilla but one of them is a tv version and they take out pretty much everything from the movie where they're like so the operation scene totally out the suicide angle totally out yeah, so it's like yeah they did so the whole movie is just a complete confusing mess mm -hmm. where like mecha godzilla just stops and they don't know why he stops apparently and <laughs> and they and they don't ever mention what happened to the female character in the movie again so very confusing and then there's also a theatrical version that's a little more um available and but for some reason like the tv version was the only available version for the longest time until they actually got like an unedited version of this movie yeah which did you watch this one at all growing up no so this oh, was okay. not a part of the, the box set so i was this was not one I was watching regularly. So I, I, I don't think I even watched this one until like much later in life. Like I think I really? was. Yeah. So I don't. It, think so I those versions this. aren't really like sticking out to you. No, I mean, gotcha. I, I, I would have remembered Titanosaurus and then that, that <laughs> roar. Trust me. Yeah. No, uh, that's definitely interesting. I, I would like to take the time and sit down and like compare the two maybe one day. I think that would be a lot of fun to do. Yeah, well, they uh, there is a home video release, uh, a Blu-ray version of this before, or maybe, no, I'm sorry, a DVD release of this before the Criterion edition, mm, So, okay. which which does have both versions on it. So oh, that's really could, cool. So you could see it yeah, if that's you really what... wanted to. Since we're coming to the end, I might as well say this. I really like the Criterion set. It looks really nice. The pages, everything. I think the one thing missing, and we've talked about this before, I really wish there's more special content, a little bit more other things on there as well. Yeah. I mean, even just like putting the English dub, which they do do for a couple of them. Yeah. But I would have liked to have had a little more of an option where i could i could kind of jump back and forth because like i told you i had to buy that dvd box set yeah <laughs> while we were doing this series just so i could watch the english versions of these movies mm -hmm. and i uh i would have liked to have a little more but you know maybe maybe there's a podcast out there that reviews criterion movies you know that would <laughs> what they would look like and everything well i wish it success yeah so <laughs> They could talk about that, but mm -hmm. um, but an incredible set though, regardless. Um, but Nathan, let's close out Terra Mecha Godzilla. Would you give this movie a recommend? I would, I would. I, I, I'd honestly give it a light recommend. Um, I wouldn't say it's one of the standout movies to me, but it's still an enjoyable Godzilla movie, better than a good chunk of them. So yeah, if you're if you're looking for a good time, it's worth it. Yeah, I I would give this a road movie a pretty decent recommend. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's got a real strong human element to it. The monster fighting is uh, definitely above average compared to a lot of the other ones we've seen. So, mm -hmm. um, just speaking with those in mind, I mean, I thought it uh, 
you know, it's definitely a worthy entry into the series. And Godzilla's over for now. So what happens to Ashirio Honda? I mean, we've kind of built up this narrative leading up mm-hmm. to this point where he's kind of like this upstart director. You know, he's doing a great job. So they give him this series. And then slowly over time, he's kind of losing his passion for the series. He's forced to make like all these monster movies that he's just like does not see the point in. But, you know, he's mm-hmm. a company man. And he makes this movie and it's the worst God performing Godzilla movie ever made. So yeah. What, what's next in this man's life? Cause I feel like it's appropriate. We had to close the book on him too as well. And yeah. So he does go into retirement and like I said, he is uh, friends with Akira Kurosawa, probably one of the most, probably the most influence, influential Japanese director yeah. ever. And, you know, uh, they say what the story kind of goes is like they're out playing golf and he either, you know, Kurosawa is just kind of like, well, what are you doing with your life? He's like, well, I'm retired. He's like, no, you're not retired. (laughs) It's like to movies. (laughs) You're getting back to the movies. And he actually comes and works with Akira Kurosawa on probably some of the biggest movies ever made yeah i actually thought that was really surprising i didn't know honda had his hand in like the end of kurosawa's career pretty much Um, yeah yeah the last five movies of akira kurosawa's career um honda was pretty much working there so allegedly at the time is that akira kurosawa was losing his eyesight Mm -hmm. and uh Shirio Honda was pretty much there to kind of help him out and be the director, uh, be a director. And Kurosawa valued uh, Shirio Honda's opinion so much uh, that he was viewed as his right hand man. And any and Kurosawa told everybody on set, if anything comes out of Honda's mouth, just assume it came out of my mouth too. Like give him the give him the same respect that you would me. Yeah, because I always heard those stories that he he was blind. So I'm sure Honda had more of a grip on a lot of the cinematography, which is which is crazy. Because uh, have you ever seen Ran? I uh, have, and Ran's yeah. probably like one of the most beautiful movies it, ever made. It, exactly, that movie is gorgeous, and that, so that definitely like. Could you imagine a Godzilla movie that looked like Ran? That would be absolutely. Oh, they would. I would love for them to give a budget like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, but they. Uh... But he does, so I think he does get, he he does reignite his passion for movies. He gets to work on some of the most influential movies that have been made. Um, Kagamusha, Ran, just to name a few. And he ends um, his career in 1993 working on his last movie. And then he ends up dying later that year. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I think it was funny. Like there was one story they kind of relayed like, uh, Martin Scorsese is in a Akira Kurosawa movie. Yeah. And he he valued Ishiro Honda so much that he like wanted to get a picture with him. So yeah. yeah, I think he said that the only reason he came to Japan was to get a picture with him. And he's in a Kurosawa movie playing Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, which is pretty funny stuff. But yeah. Um anyway, yeah, he he goes on to have that career and I think he finally gets his due. 
I think so too. I, I, it sounds like he got to do something really special rather than being pigeonheld, which I, I think that I'm sure that was incredible for him. Um, one thing too, I didn't really say. Uh, so another reason why the terror mecha Godzilla didn't do so well is because uh, imports, American imported movies were actually outperforming Japanese yeah. domestic movies. So one of them, which I read in the book, which was one of the uh, nuggets I took is that this year uh, towering Inferno that oh. came out the same year, which is an American made movie was like the highest grossing movie in Japan at the time, I believe. Wow. So, I know that movie was a huge deal. Right. And uh, movies like the Godfather and Jaws, just like these mega blockbuster movies, like these game changers, you know, were outselling uh, movies like worldwide so mm-hmm. it at that point um at even disney movies at the time um they were talking about like it was cheaper to import a disney movie and like license it and then release it in japan and do all the dubbing and all that it was cheaper to do that than make a whole movie and that movie would still make more than a, like a movie that they made that's insane to think about <laughs> And that's 70s Disney, too, which is yeah, not so considered, like, a golden era for them. No, but it's just, they're, like, probably, like, Robin Hood or something like yeah. that. It was, like, outperforming Godzilla, Terra Mecha Godzilla. Just like James Bond, Godzilla will return. <laughs> and Godzilla returns. Yeah. And we'll get there at some point, right? One of these days we will get mm-hmm. there, Yes. I promise you we will. But that's it, Nathan, for Terramaka Godzilla. So where do we go from here? Well, this is a 200th episode, so we did. We're gonna we're gonna give you a jam packed episode because this episode's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, we still got a lot more to go. Yeah, I mean, if you click your little phone, you see that you still got a little bit of a chunk left. This is why. Can you imagine like somebody just like they download this episode and they see the runtime they're just like i just like shit their pants (laughs) (laughs) it's longer than the movie (laughs) uh, no but yeah we we wanted to make this extra special so we wanted to add like a nice little retrospective to this one Mm -hmm. so uh one thing I, i do so i had uh just a couple of questions uh that i wanted to ask each of us so uh other than Godzilla, who is your favorite monster? I, can you guess it? I mean, I know what it is, but I want to hear you say it. It's Mothra. I love Mothra yeah. so much. And it really makes me so sad. And I get it. Hard to handle um, to have so many people work on it. But I just, I, I love Mothra. I'm, I, I don't know. So there's something about her. I think absolutely rocks. Uh, just a great design when i see when i see mothra fly it just looks really cool when mothra takes wing it's beautiful mm-hmm. it kind of rocks your socks it rocks my socks <laughs> but ryan what, what yours is uh, you go ahead and say it i won't i won't steal your thunder uh, this may surprise you but it's not angerous it's no uh, okay it's actually uh i had a uh, newfound appreciation especially after doing his solo movie and then seeing him mm-hmm. in other movies it's got to be rodan for me i mean oh, yeah yeah i probably my favorite non um 
Godzilla movie that we covered of the other Toho movies. Mm-hmm. Just a uh, great story, um, great cinematic uh, touch to it. Um, I really loved Rodan and other movies, like how silly he was. Like, like there's the scene where Rodan's coming out of the dirt, like coming up from underground. He's kind of just like, "Hey, like, <laughs> hey, buddy." Yeah, no, I, yeah. I to- no. Rodan was like one of my favorites, definitely. Another one that was sad to like see not pop back up again very often. Yeah, I mean, as it got later, I mean, we we didn't really see a whole lot of yeah, Rodan. True but um he does he does have a lasting effect and you know he does appear in king of Mon- godzilla king of monsters so i mean it's not like he okay. went away forever so yeah true and let's hope he's in the soccer game too didn't you say he was oh he yeah he's part of the squad that's right so you got yeah. you gotta play it <laughs> yeah i gotta play it now but yeah definitely love uh rodan um i uh also uh do you have a favorite uh, score? I mean, because other than the Godzilla theme, is there any other particular music that stands out for you? It's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, and, you know, to be honest, there's not one in particular that really stands out to me except Ebera score. And I know that's weird because it's like surf rock and it's so different, but I think that's why it stood out. It, it, like, it's just really interesting. And I, I don't know. It, it's really cool. I was thinking the same thing because I was thinking like when I was doing the rankings for mm-hmm. this, which we'll, we'll talk about here in a minute, was uh, I was like, I was when I thought of the movie Ebera, I was like, you know that I was thinking of like the surf music and everything. I was yeah. just so different. And I was just like, it's like yeah, that's pretty good. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought to do that. But I, I will say. Ikafube, anytime he's on the score, you can tell. He, he, he does a really um, good way of pulling out great themes. Uh, I think usually whenever he was doing music, especially that Godzilla march is just iconic. So, I mean, he, he deserves a shout out himself. Yeah, and he did come back for that final movie too. I didn't mention yeah, it. And Terror I think he did Godzilla. good too. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely good. Uh, the other one too, it it's so silly, but I I think about it a lot. It's the the Godzilla like hero music. I'm like, yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> I like that. Um, God, I, you gotta also give a shout out to like the actual songs that people sang in these, which actually happened quite a bit. Like the the Mothra oh. song. Oh, Save the Earth is like on my playlist. Like I love listening to Save the Earth. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um no, and I think that movie also had a pretty good score as well. So Yeah. yeah. Uh Bono, I mean, he uh definitely an underappreciated director. So totally agree, yeah. Um I uh I really like the a lot of the scores for me. Just now there are some trash ones in there. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. Like pretty much, uh, all monsters attack with like the woman screaming like at the yes for the yeah. intro. Just like why, why? <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. Um, but so uh, we always talk about uh, the roars a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Godzilla for me, you know, it's iconic roar, all that. Um, what is a roar or roars that you like to hear? 
Good Lord, you were really throwing like a curveball at me on that one. I got to think about that one. Um, <laughs> I hate it. It's because we were talking about Gabra. I keep thinking about Gabra's roar. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I, I for whatever reason, my mind goes to that one. And Godzilla, of course. Godzilla has an incredible roar. I'm trying to remember, for some reason, I, I need to listen to it again. Did Varen have a cool roar? Because I'm thinking of Varen. Uh, I don't remember him having an extraordinary roar. I think it was just kind of like a modified Godzilla one, if I'm not mistaken. But, oh, gotcha. Maybe that's why it was fine. <laughs> um, um, Son of Godzilla? Minya? Yeah, of course. Minya. Mm -hmm. With his little squeaking uh-huh yeah <laughs> and and of course the uh, godzilla told me to fight my own battle <laughs> godzilla <laughs> says i learned to fight my own battles you know yeah uh that's a good one but i think uh, that's more of a question for you 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 really you you have a love for the roars i i love hearing the roar and just mm -hmm. like just like the different modifications and instruments for animal noises they used i mean mm -hmm. Right off the bat, other than Godzilla, because Godzilla is my favorite roar, but other than that, the two that I always think of are Angerous. <laughs> of course. Which sounds like, oh. which sounds like that. Mm -hmm. I just anytime I hear that, I just I love it so much. And mm -hmm. I don't and just the Ghidorah roar with the Yeah, the e e right, like it's like almost electronic y. That one's really cool. Yeah, which sounds like this. I don't know. Like, that one, just it strikes such a chord with me. Like, mm -hmm. I just, that one, I mean, Ghidorah, every time I hear that roar, I just, I immediately, I know what that is. Like, if I, ever I hear anything like that, I just, oh, it's Ghidorah. Like, because <laughs> that, that roar does get sampled in other movies, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't Evangelion use that noise? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, I, anytime I hear that, it just, just hits different. I get but... it, I get it. <laughs> it. It pierces the eardrums well. Uh. So, uh, the other big category is, another one we talk about is Godzilla suits. Mm -hmm. So, there are, uh, let me pull it up just so I have the exact amount. There are eight different Godzilla costumes, and I'm going to read each one. It's uh, the Shodai Goji suit, which is the original Godzilla suit from the 1954 movie, which, just to give you a visual idea was seen in black and white. That was like the one mm. where Godzilla actually had ears on him. He had more pronounced fangs on him. Uh, he uh, had a lot more of scars and battle damage from radiation. Look, you know, they're trying to make him as menacing as possible. Probably the biggest looking costume because it was so bulky. Yeah, and chunky, yeah. Yeah, just very much like a very big imposing monster. Um, the other one is the Guy Kushu Goji suit, which is from the Godzilla raids again, and it's mm -hmm. it's not a bad looking suit. I'm not gonna lie, but it's it's a good start after the original. Now there are some close up moments of the suit where it's like <laughs> when it's like full on shots of the face. Yeah, I yeah, it's it looks doesn't look great there, mm -hmm. and 
the other one is probably the Ken Goji suit, and that is from Godzilla versus King Kong. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably the suit I would say everyone recognizes Godzilla the most from, if I'm going to... Yeah. I remember like a... seeing that one and being like, yeah, that looks that looks right. Like on t-shirts and stuff, that's what you see. Yeah, and... Uh, I like the profile shot of this move of this one, but I'm not gonna say all my opinions just yet. But uh, the other one is the Mushu Goji suit, which is from Godzilla versus uh, Mothra. Which that one has the very pronounced eyebrows. They're trying to make Godzilla look as evil as possible, and this yeah. one like just looks like a total villain in it. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I that one is also like they, there's that really famous gif of Godzilla where he's doing like the stare down, like that's yeah, that's that suit. So, uh, that one's also a very memorable suit. Um, the next one is from the Daisenso Goji suit, which is from Ebra, Horror of the Deep, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ghidorah, the three headed monster, as well. I didn't realize how much he changed suits so early in the movies. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much like a different head, like in almost every movie. Um, this the next one is uh, the Mush Musuko Goji suit, which is <laughs> the one from uh, Son of Godzilla, which yep. I think we both were like, that's the worst thing ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's it's awful. I mean, just yeah, it does not look good at all. And uh, I'll leave it at that. And then. The next one is the Soshin Geki Goji suit, uh, which is uh, from movies like um, Hidora, I believe, as well. So those types of movies. And then the other one is the Megaro Goji suit, which is from the last three movies that we've done, um, which is Megalon and the two Mechagodzilla movies. Um, So Nathan... Out of those eight suits that I mentioned, which one would you say is your favorite? You know, it's crazy to say this, and I don't know if it's because I just watched them, but I think the last one is the best one. I think the Magoro Goji suit just looks right to me. I really like the way the eyes look, the face. Like we talked about during the episode, it matches like this anger level, but he's still really likable. I I think it's the best put together suit. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to mirror that. So yeah. it's, it's, I, I may even give the edge even to Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, which has a slightly different head to it, but it's still uh, very much um, a suit that I appreciate. And um, I, it's when I was a kid, you know, like I said, I watched Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the suit that I think of the most. And, to me, like it just it feels right looking at it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It just it feels like the correct one. So I'm gonna pull a surprise on you right now. Uh, I did a poll of <laughs> of the Godzilla suits, and I pulled, okay. and I asked everyone that you and I know. And, okay, okay. <laughs> and I asked all my friends on Discord and other Discord channels. So mm-hmm. I got or got about 17 people to participate in this wow, holy crap okay cool <laughs> so um I, there was one person that picked the uh, godzilla raids again suit was their favorite so, really so one person 
Yep, one person picked that. Okay. And uh, the other one, I, there was two people that picked the 1954 suit and said it was the most classic one. Can't argue with that. I can't there. argue with that, yeah. And then uh, two people actually said the uh, one from Ebera and <laughs> Astro Monster and all that. So uh, That one's not bad either, though. I, you know, no, I, I, I like that one. I like, I like the one in... If I was going to, it'd be the Ghidorah, the three-headed monster version one. The one in Astro Monster, he's looking a little too frog-like for my taste. I, I gotcha, yeah. Uh, three people picked the uh, Mothra one. Okay, so the Kinjo, Kinjoji one? No, the other one, the Mushu. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, three people picked that. And then... A whopping nine people picked the King Goji suits. So. Yeah, that was the one, the other one for me. I was kind of like, that one's like for a classic Godzilla, that's a good pick. And what I was kind of alluding to when I was saying those suits. So I would have picked that one. The thing that draws it back the most for me is profile shot. If I were going strictly based off profile, that one would win. Mm -hmm. When you do a full on face shot of it it looks so stupid it, <laughs> yeah you know what i'm yeah, talking yeah. about no i totally agree actually <laughs> like it just it looks so great on the mm -hmm. profile and then like when you turn its head to do a full-on face shot it's just like the the face is real narrow mm -hmm. and just because like all the details in the costume are on the sides so just, exactly. he's got the, and he's got this big grin looking thing like on him and <laughs> yeah no, so, I, I can see. But that. that, but again, these are mostly these are all non Godzilla fans that did mm -hmm. this, and I, uh, they they're going strictly based off of the pictures that I would send them, and, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it looks great." So, um, kudos to those people. Thank you so much for so, participating. But nobody picked the <laughs> the one that we picked. No, no. Wow, wow. Which I. To be fair, they they picked the one of the three that I would not have picked if it was if it looked like that same face as the one from Megalon. Yeah. I don't know if I would have picked that one either. To be I fair, gotcha. yeah. But because <clears throat> I know of the terror, the Mecha Godzilla ones, that's the one I picked. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's it for suits and um, great job with on the suits. Um, so this is the main event of this portion. Yes. And it's going to be the ranking. So I was trying to figure out how to go about doing this. So mm -hmm. I thought we would kind of take turns, okay. I guess, saying saying what our rankings are. And then I'll like I'll say mine and then you could say yours. Okay. Starting from the bottom. Right. So there's 15 movies. So I'm starting at number 15, uh, which is going to be All Monsters Attack. Uh, that really? is <laughs> okay. I, uh, if you want to put that at number two or three that's your business but <laughs> or, one. Uh, or one hey that's more power to you um just i you know you can go back and listen to all of our episodes of for our opinions of these but you know with it being a clip show and just not a great story uh, and i want to make a disclaimer i don't hate any of these movies either. no neither do i, I and I, there, there's some that are better than others, but I would easily rewatch almost any of these. So, but um, um, 
all monsters but, attack is easily the worst one of the bunch though Still, yeah I, even then it's like it, it it's just easy to say that yeah and i don't think it's a big secret that was going to be your last one either but yeah <laughs> uh my number 14 would probably be godzilla raids again it's uh, okay this one i didn't know that we were going to match up on but yeah godzilla raids again is my number 14 as well okay so that one uh really i mean you know it had potential with it uh, just not just the budget in that one is so minuscule they don't it just the human characters i did not really like that much just really annoying um just some really bad shots in there too of like especially like the little godzilla figurine like they have the, 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 yeah. the aerial shot from um just think, not not the most exciting one that's a this one was probably the least memorable this this one was making the ranking i really had to like dig into my memory on like what was going on in this one and i i think that that's just its biggest thing it's just uneventful it, it's kind of i can't believe they got to make more after this yeah very surprising yeah. <laughs> um so uh we might differ here and yeah. if we do if if we do don't if if you don't tell me what your number 13 is if we do differ okay but if, um if we do differ tell you if we or... if we're the same you could say yes that's my number 13 okay okay gotcha but if we differ don't tell me what your 13 is but okay. uh, so number 13 for me this might be a little bit of a shocker is destroy all monsters wow okay yeah so the it's final okay so the final like five seven minutes or ten minutes when we actually see them all teaming up together amazing like one of the most amazing scenes in the entire series but i I don't know just watching that and like the build up to it and just we kind of got like a movie that wasn't that exciting and mm -hmm. just a movie that I was expecting a lot more out of like even as a kid is destroy all monsters was not a favorite of mine like I remember watching it and being so hyped like all my monsters are on one big screen like oh my mm -hmm. god and, th and then you watch it and it's just kind of like oh like you're like waiting like an hour and a half for for <laughs> monsters to show up and there's really only like three or four scenes where like monsters are in it and it's just kind of like this rehashed alien plot line yeah well i guess i will say my number 13 yeah I, I think it's gonna upset you uh son of godzilla is really low yeah I yeah think we, I, we differ like, there yeah um which is crazy. I feel like our rankings list, we end up like pretty close to each other. But yeah, some of the Godzilla, I just wasn't as into. There are memorable moments, and there's moments I like, like Minya riding on Godzilla's tail, jump roping and stuff. But I think as a Godzilla movie, it doesn't really work as well for me. So I, I just wasn't. If I was to pick one, I'd rewatch that. Wouldn't be one of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I, uh, I really. Well, well, I'll get into that when I hit that ranking, but uh, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't blame you. I knew, I knew you weren't wild about that one. Mm -hmm. um, so my number twelve would actually be Invasion of the Astro Monster. Wow. Okay. Wow. And I, that might seem a little low, but mm -hmm. again, I'm very, very biased for Godzilla. So I, uh, mm -hmm. I get it. Probably. 
this movie probably the best human plot line maybe of the entire series well i don't know there there's actually well of definitely one of the best of the yes. entire series it, and it's what i remember most of this movie i feel like yeah i mean it's got a great probably the best sci-fi movie i'll say that of the mm. entire series like it's got a great plot point of it you know very strong human characters but i'm here at the end of the day to see godzilla and i don't feel like i really got a ton of that because i mean it's two scenes and that he's in there and we don't really and he doesn't really show up until the very end of the movie yeah i get that i get that um, so i guess we kind of deviated but what's your number 12 yeah, my, well my number 12 is destroy all monsters which you just talked about uh, mirroring exactly what you said it's so it, it's such a like it feels like a cop-out i don't know if that's the right word but it's just like oh we get to see all these monsters just for them to only be in the movie for a little bit and that fight's really cool but everything up leading up to it just really isn't there so it, it's one of the lower tiered ones for sure yeah i mean we didn't even get to see that much baron i love baron i mean i would love to see more baron so. yeah who wouldn't yeah <laughs> um so my number 11 is son of godzilla okay um i, I did enjoy it Oh, you thought it'd be higher? I did, I did, because I know this one's you're a little more nostalgic for it, right? I am, but you know, I'm trying to think, knowing what I know now about the movies and doing all these deep dives, which I had never did before, and then watching mm -hmm. a lot of these, I do have more appreciation for other ones. Now, I still highly love Son of Godzilla. In fact, I would probably watch this one over some of the ones I have ranked higher than that, but. Mm -hmm uh in terms of quality and things like that um and just the th other thing too probably holding it back is the the villain or the other monster is just it's just a giant spider <laughs> and yeah and i'm like that's just I, I mean you know it's it's interesting but i at, at no point did i ever think it was like a threat to godzilla mm -hmm. i mean no it, exactly it, it's not the strongest villain that we have but number I 11 guess, for you yeah, my number 11 and i'll be honest that we hit a pocket and where i felt like there's a little pocket in the middle of my list where the rankings are a little arbitrary like it, i like a lot of them on the same level so it's a little small um but i went ahead and put king kong versus godzilla here uh, wow it, okay yeah it's a fun movie i like the movie um i guess i, I put it lower uh and I, this might seem like a nitpick reason because i was like the king kong costume is really bad really goofy looking costume this one has sillier moments that like him riding on the balloons that is memorable but it's just like eh, i don't know if i love that but still it, it's solid so i uh i actually re-watched a lot of uh I didn't watch the whole movies of all of all these um, leading up mm -hmm. to it, but I was kind of like watching like the best of scenes from a mm -hmm. lot of these, like before I made my rankings, just to kind of gotcha. give myself yourself. a little, give my little refresher. And the fights in King Kong. Well, I'm getting way ahead. What am I doing? Like, I, yeah, 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 I, yeah. Go I, for it. But no, I, I was. I'm surprised that it's uh, that lower. I thought you'd have that one a little higher. Honestly, yeah, I get it um 
All right, my number 10 is uh, Godzilla versus Gigan. Mm-hmm. Um, again, super nostalgic for this one. Um, definitely one I've seen multiple times. Um, I, uh, I think there's a lot of good in it. You know, Godzilla gets beaten up a lot, but the human story is a little too bland like to keep it to make it any higher um i know they Mm kind of do like a little scooby-doo type of mystery or whatever i I believe in this one that was that one yeah and uh i wasn't really feeling it too much so but again really incredible fight scenes and that's why it's much higher than it normally is so i uh i gave this one uh, my number 10 spot i did too um I'm popping in. Uh, yeah, I, I put this on at my number 10 slot. Um, once again, solid movie. Um, if I remember right, Ghidorah isn't he or Ghidorah is in this one, right? But I feel like he's a little underused. Yeah, yeah, he is because they fly around the stupid little <laughs> tower. Um, well, they, they do that and they reuse uh, all the footage from like Destroy All Monsters and Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. Like, and he just stands there the whole movie pretty much like a lot the new footage exactly but i like gigan i think gigan's i I do like his him as like a character um so i think i put that one a little bit higher but you know i mirror pretty much what you're saying yeah it's it's a it's it's still a great entry and uh number nine uh maybe another controversial one for you uh i don't know uh, godzilla versus mothra Wow, yeah, that that is controversial. I'm upset. I'm angry. <laughs> You're angry. You're throwing. Stop throwing I'm shit. Angry. <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing shit. I'm destroying miniature cities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, you know, it's this my really good story. Not got I got a great human element to it. Mm. I love the the Shobajin, the the peanuts, the yes, little yeah. uh, the little fairy girls. Um. I, uh, but you know, I the thing that I guess kind of holds it back, and I do like Mothra, you know, even though I joke about it, but the fight in this one is just so silly, in my opinion. It's just like it's completely one sided almost, like the entire fight. I got you. And and it just, I never really felt like there was like this even matchup between the two. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of what's holding it back a little bit from being. The highest, I mean, I know a lot of people hold that one in high regard, but it would not be uh, a number one for me or anything like that. Okay, yeah, I get that. Um, well, my number nine is Terror of Mechagodzilla. So this episode's namesake, um, and we just talked about it. So I, I don't want to go too in depth into it. Um, it's good. And I put it under the other Mechagodzilla because I liked Mechagodzilla in the other one a lot better. I think this one is just like not, it's not the same. Um, Human plot is really good though. And I think that put, not really good, but it's better than a lot of the ones from before. So I think that's why it ends up right here. Well, that one's my number eight. So this is a good segue. So it, that it's, uh, again, it, it's, not my favorite of the Mecha Godzilla movies, but it's got a strong human story in there. And it's very much reminds me of older Godzilla movies from like 10 years before that. And 
great monsters in this one, good fight scenes, um, very good, very strong way to end the series. So it's gets a higher ranking for me. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, not in terms of other, in terms of Mecha Godzilla one, the other one would it's going to rank higher for me. Yeah. Um, my number eight is Godzilla versus Megalon, actually, which is a fun movie. I like that one. It's got Jet Jaguar. You can't you can't go wrong. Um, and another one of those weird seventies ones. I feel like at the end it just got so crazy. Um, I just remember having a lot of fun with uh with Godzilla versus Megalon. So I'm just gonna throw that in here. Definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so my number seven is gonna be Ever a Horror of the Deep. Okay. Uh, which is probably um, other than the first movie because I have to, I feel like I have to put like an asterisk for like anything <laughs> I, I talk about because I don't think that's going to be a big spoiler, but probably my favorite human movie other than mm -hmm. of the sequels. Like, I, I, I remember I said, I was like, even if he took the monster like out of the movie i still think it'd be a really fun movie because it's just like the you know like the kids like you know they snuck away on the boat mm -hmm. and they're riding into like this hidden island and all these people are being held captive and mm -hmm. all that i i really enjoyed the story of that one and this one it's got like the great scene of like godzilla and ebra playing volleyball there's the scene of Godzilla ripping off Ebra's claws and like using it like at, you know <laughs> clapping the claws together it's yeah. good stuff so I uh definitely a very uh good one for me yeah um my number seven is um is Invasion of the After Monster which I know you put a little bit lower I like this one because I I do really like the human plot on this one I think it's a really fun engaging story that pairs well with the monster uh fight once again, we got Ghidorah, who is excellent as usual, and uh, yeah, I I, th I have a lot of fun with this one. When I think about like Godzilla sequels, this one pops up a lot for me. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you one bit for having that one. I mean, that one's actually ranks pretty high for other people too, um, mm -hmm. and it's probably got the most famous scene where it's Godzilla doing his little jump in the dance. So yes, <laughs> you gotta love it. it. So, which uh, one is the one with the tail slide? <laughs> that's Megalon. Megalon, yeah, okay, gotcha. But uh, I don't blame you one bit. It's probably in terms of originality, that one's it's it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, so my number six is going to be King Kong versus Godzilla. Okay, yeah, and you you have to say what what brought you to that, right? So. What brought me to that the reason why it ranks so higher for me than for you i would say is because that's the movie that got me started into this whole fandom mm -hmm. i if, if i didn't watch that movie i would not have i, I wouldn't we wouldn't be talking about it right now I so gotcha. yeah uh it i've seen that movie um not the most out of them but I definitely probably the one I remember like I I literally remember VHS tape in my hand and watching it and buying it that day I remember that day still mm -hmm. so it's it's got a special place in my heart um the fight scenes though it's still really good I remember even I was re-watching it today actually mm -hmm. like in preparation for this and it's just like fight scenes are great it's got a little comedic edge to it where like Godzilla falls uh, or they both fall like 
King Kong slides into Godzilla and they tumble down the hill and mm-hmm. King Kong's like rubbing his butt because it hurt his butt and that's right yeah. <laughs> and they do I mean yeah it, the King Kong costume is trash it looks awful but <clears throat> just a really good and like the story in that one's good as well too you know the, the ad agency is like wanting King Kong to promote their their items so that's right <laughs> it's a just such such a goofy idea but uh, but uh very iconic movie for me no and i uh, i get that i like i like that context um my number six is um godzilla versus mecha godzilla um which we just covered really great intro to a really iconic character mecha godzilla is awesome in this and i really think this is one of the best shot ones i didn't get to say much about that but like just the fire and the explosion surrounding them and just the way it's lit i i think all the fighting is really good in this one and the human plot's a little weaker but it's still a fun human plot still enjoyable to watch so that's why this one gets ranked up higher definitely and uh my number five which you mentioned already is uh godzilla versus megalon Mm. Uh, a tail slide and so this is controversial for the Godzilla community because this one usually ranks pretty low but I think it's pretty clear and the because there's usually two camps for Godzilla it's like do you prefer the more serious movies or do you prefer the more campy movies mm-hmm. I'm 100% camp like I just <laughs> like I love the silly more sillier natures of it um like I said, I wish I would have watched this one growing up a little more, but I have such appreciation. Jet Jaguar is just mm-hmm. awesome to me. Like I want, I want more Jet Jaguar. I wish there was a, a solo Jet Jaguar movie. I think, but I think it was this one on the podcast. I asked you, like, oh, did you watch this one as a kid? Because it was like, it was like, yeah, this would be really good as a kid. I think that one was like really wrestling centric. Like it was a lot of grappling and stuff like that. Well, you remember uh, Godzilla when he shows up, he's like, he's doing like the boxer, like pumping <laughs> yeah. his fist and, and, and then like, and then he does like the, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, like, I was, I was watching that earlier today too. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is still good stuff. And mm-hmm. just, uh, more stock footage in that one though. So that's, that's one thing that's a little bad, but you know what? I mean, at the end of the day, it's not super noticeable for me. Um, so but it's uh, definitely top five for me. I love it. Well, getting into my top five, um, we're talking about one that you talked about a while ago, Mothra versus Godzilla. Uh, I really love the human plot of this one. Uh, I, and I, it's got Mothra. You really can't go wrong with it. Like you said, there is a little bit less Godzilla, but I, I think the human plot really, and I think now I'm like ranking these. I think I like a really strong human plot to complement the monsters. I, I I I'm starting to realize that, and I and I think this one has that. It's this one's a lot of fun, and I, I can't go wrong with Mothra. So no, I mean I like I said, this is I'm being a little. I was I'm a little unfair to it. And other disclaimer too that I want to say for these rankings is that. If I rewatch some of these two, I could easily see these rankings changing. Oh yeah, these are not definitive in any way. <laughs> yeah, these could easily change. Yeah. So, 
if, if one day maybe I'll watch Godzilla versus Mothra and be more entertained by it than the other ones. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't fault you one bit for having it in the top five. Yeah. Um, my number four, one you mentioned already, is Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, super nostalgic for me. Uh, just like one of the biggest like 10 out of 10 like movie like the like for me like my top four is like like the best ones in my opinion okay, like gotcha. I, I could re i could rewatch. it's a different tier so it's these are like s tier for me like i could rewatch these four these next four movies like over and over again mech godzilla versus mecha godzilla like you said the human plot line's a little better and terra mecha godzilla but it's still strong enough to stand on its own and just the fight scenes alone, Caesar and just all that added up, like the, the scene where anger is getting his jaw ripped off, you know, upsetting as it is, but it's still <laughs> like completely memorable. Like, it's just like, I, I remember seeing it as a kid and just like, like etched into my brain. Yeah. And so like, I just can't say enough about it. Yeah, no, and and I and I totally get like why you have it up so high. It, it's it's a good one. I mean, like that didn't that one wasn't that far off. Um, but my next one, number four, is Godzilla versus Hedera. That one was a huge surprise to me. A lot of fun. It's funky, and that's what I like about it. Is um, it's the weirdest one of the bunch. It has like the animated sequences. It's got a a smog monster like. That is so weird, and I love that about that. Let me. Like, were you when I know when we watched it? I know you had never seen it that, that, but like compared to now when you're doing your rankings, did you expect it to be like that high? Like by the time we were no, done with the series, I thought it was a joke because I had heard of the Godzilla versus the Smog Monster, and I was like, that has to be garbage. That has to be like one of the worst ones. That is the dumbest idea. And I think it works pretty well. And it actually ends up being like one of the more horrifying ones. Like I think about that cat being covered in black goop. I don't know. It's it's actually, um, I, I did not expect it to be my number four pick. Definitely. Yeah, no, I, I completely get that. But uh, so my number three is actually going to be uh, Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. And yeah. it's... Uh, I, and which I'll get into why it's not number two, but um, it's uh, because when I talk about number two, but uh, this one, other than the top two, like probably the best of the Godzilla sequels. I mean, mm-hmm. just everything is just firing on all cylinders. It's just the humans are good. The writing, the directing, uh, the, the monster action is like so good in this one. And mm-hmm it's very much like works on uh, all kinds of different levels for me. Um, I absolutely love this one. And this one also was in my box set growing up as a kid. So I would watch this one quite a bit. Um, just like the sillier scenes too, just like with like the, the three monsters <laughs> arguing, like it, like <laughs> talking about like debating on if they should even help the humans is just like mm-hmm. so funny like just like you wouldn't even expect that like like they would never do that like in a in like a godzilla movie today like at all no. it's just 
<laughs> like everything's got to be so serious, which I mean, I kind of get, but you know, I do like the more sillier elements, like I said. So just phenomenal movie. Yeah. Um, I'll get to that one soon, but my number three is Ebera. Uh, wow. I, I love this movie. It's the one I think about a lot. Um, I didn't think it would rank this high once again, like, like Adora. Uh, I just thought, you know, a crab monster, but the human plot is really like endearing in this one. Um, I really like the boat, the travel, the whole thief thing, uh, the thing about going under the island. And I think Godzilla, some of his iconic fights are here. Like, I love the underwater fight. There's just something about him being underwater fighting that's really cool. You don't see that again. And uh, the volleyball scene, like that volleyball scene is so like good. I think about that all the time. So I think this is one of the more fun ones. I like this one a lot. You know, that's the one I like. I, That's probably the one I thought about the most when I was doing these rankings. Like <laughs> yeah. I was like, and honestly, my ranking for it would probably go higher if I mm. watched it again, maybe. But because I was all, the other thing too, like the scene they use a lot, which I think is kind of funny is like when the island's exploding and they're like, Godzilla, get off the island. He, he jumps off like he does like a cannonball yeah, into the water. It. So just to just to avoid all those explosions. But no, I'm I'm so I could totally see that being like top three yeah, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um but that uh, means your number two is a good pick. <laughs> yeah, so my number two is the original Godzilla. No. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. no, I can't. I as much as I would want to do that, I in my heart, I know that's not right. So, uh, uh, my number two is Godzilla versus Hedorah. Um, I said this on the podcast, um, and I, it's this is my favorite Godzilla movie to watch in terms of quality. The original one, the original movie is better, but it's my favorite Godzilla movie. I, I get it. Yeah, I I could watch this movie on repeat. It's probably the movie with the most Godzilla in it. Um, it just, it does so many oddball things. Like you just would mm -hmm. not expect and they don't ever do again, which is a shame, but it's just like, it's like this weird psychedelic movie, but it's also got like this extremely hammy, like environmental message. And <laughs> yeah. Like you said, like it's, it's the closest thing to a horror movie that we have. It's like all these people mm -hmm. are getting like, are dying. You see, you're seeing dead bodies in the street. You're seeing skeletons yeah. and it's just so creepy. You wouldn't expect to see this in a Godzilla movie. And like I said, just, I remember even as a kid, just rewatching like the scene where Godzilla has like Hedera's eyeballs and just like yeah. they turn into dust. And then, he's ripping out all the guts and everything at the end of the movie. It's just, I remember that movie so much. And I, like I said, it's the movie I've seen the most and I probably will watch <laughs> again. Um, not before too long. Yeah. I think that's the one that I think more people need to rewatch. I mean, I, I guess I don't, I'm not, I don't know the Godzilla fan base very much, but I feel like people make fun of this one, but I, I really think people need to give this one another chance or at least another look. It's it's one of the lower ranked ones, and because I, I you know a lot of people don't like the campier Godzilla, but like I said, I'm completely <laughs> on the campier side. I just mm -hmm. 
it's not that the formula for Godzilla is bad, but we at this point we had seen so many of the Godzilla ones, like you needed to try changing up just a little bit. Yeah, just something and, new. And I think this movie like does something completely different, like you would never ever see in a Godzilla movie, something that we had never seen before, and so much so that they were just like, We can't do that again, which is a shame. I know it's sad. There wasn't like a trilogy of really weird like Godzilla movies or something, but yeah, that's okay. Um, well, my number two, you can guess, is Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster. Um, this one was just a fantastic movie as far as like what I expect from a Godzilla sequel. Just absolutely incredible fights. Like the fight between, like, you have um, it's Mothra and Rodan show up, and it, it it's just like a really like incredible team up. And it's not like the later ones where we're getting like a bunch of shots from other movies. This is all original fights. And it, no, it, it's really just a solid monster battle movie. It's what I want. Yeah. I mean, can't say enough good things about it. I mean, just in terms of a team up movie, it's the best one out of all mm -hmm. of them. And, and probably the best movie where Godzilla teams up with uh, another monster to yeah. take on Ghidorah. For sure. Um, and Ghidorah, like I said earlier, and when the roar sang, it's just like such a yeah. such an iconic bad guy, like in a movie. And that's one hundred percent his best role. Like that, that's his best movie with him in it. Uh, yeah, just fantastic. Totally agree. Um, so, now, what's your number, number one? Number one is uh, All Monsters Attack. I <laughs> I, just I like it. I love it. And, I love it and hate it. So, yeah <laughs> don't we all <laughs> uh no i it's the 1954 godzilla movie i i mean in fact like you know like i said it was not a very strong movie for me growing up just because you know i just i wanted godzilla fighting another monster and he doesn't yeah. do that in this movie but I uh, having rewatched it not that long ago and rewatched it a bunch more since then. It's uh, I just, I have an unending respect for this movie and doing the deep dive that you and I did watching the documentaries, reading all these books. It's just crazy to think, you know, like what this movie did and it's just, out of all the other ones, this one is a masterpiece, in my opinion. I mean, and it's just, it's it's such a strong, strong movie. I mean, it's just, it's got probably, when I say, when I was kind of given the asterisk about, like, everyone having, like, the best human element, uh, best human story, yeah, it's, like, for me, like, this one, it's, like, it actually feels like yeah. <laughs> a cinematic movie with like real people and real drama real feeling mm -hmm. it's like it actually feels like a cinematic movie and not just a b movie no it, exactly that i think that's what makes it stand out is uh, not that the other ones are tongue-in-cheek but it, it starts to become like it knows what it is it's it's a monster movie it needs fights and all that where this one's like it treats it with like dead seriousness. Like Godzilla is a natural disaster and we're watching people die along the way. And it, it, it I don't know, it plays it seriously and it does it well. Um, yeah. And, and that, that, that's very commendable. 
and the human characters, like I said, they're not just some cookie cutter like protagonist. Like, oh, I'm the I'm the main guy, which means I'm a good guy or whatever. It's yeah. like, like you know, Doctor Sarazawa. You know, he's like, you know, so conflicted because he's he has the invention to do that, but he doesn't want it to fall into like government hands. And, and they you know, just like that whole plot line. You know, like I remember that. Like I can actually tell you what the personalities of these characters are. Like <laughs> I couldn't do I can't do that for the other movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean no, I mean I just 100 percent like if there's a character I think of, it's Sarah Zhao. I think about him and his sacrifice he makes, which is funny because the last movie we talk about has a sacrifice in it, but you know, it, it feels like, and it actually has a downer ending. I'm pretty sure other ones had downer endings, but this one's like the most like glum. Yeah. It's just funny. Cause like, you know, like at the end of raids again, which is the next movie, you know, like everyone's so happy, like Godzilla's done for yay. Like type <laughs> of thing. And now, yeah. but this one, it's like Godzilla dies. And it's just like, this shouldn't have happened like this is this is awful yeah and new you know nuclear anything is was a complete mistake yeah so i i just i have such a deep respect for it um just a uh, worldwide classic yeah i agree i i think that one is a classic movie and if there was one to go see yeah you gotta watch the original yeah if you ignore everything that we were talking about at least watch that one yeah um but yeah that's that that does it for the ranking um i just the last thing i want to say is just our closing thoughts um i guess i had a ton of fun doing this with you nathan um it's something that i deeply deeply love and i'm able to share that with you it's been a great experience um it's been really great just like knowing not only you know, like me getting to revisit these, but like mm-hmm. knowing what your reaction and your opinion is going to be of it. Like I've always wanted to know like, oh, I wonder what Nathan's going to think about this one. <laughs> so I just, I always uh, have such a good time, like knowing like when this, when we get done with one of these, like getting to know your opinions. Um, and that's why I wanted to ask you, I mean, going into this, I mean, you had seen next to nothing of these movies yeah (laughs) so i and at this point now you've seen all 15 of them so what what are your Um, thoughts on this it's kind of been like a 180 uh because i'll be very honest with you other than the first one i had maybe zero desire to watch these movies (laughs) i I did seriously and i mean i'm just being 100 percent honest no yeah yeah Yeah, looking at it from like the outside in i was always like i don't know They, they never really seemed up my alley um but you seemed really passionate about it and you're really excited to share it it's like okay let's take this journey now i've reached the end and i'm like yeah imagine if you said no i know right (laughs) this is we've been a very different situation but i i try to be as open as possible and i think they're really fun i'm so happy and i think what makes these movies a lot better for me is i can see your passion for them your energy like the amount of work and research and reading that you put into doing these episodes really means a lot and I mean, some of these movies are absolutely fantastic and I didn't realize just how much I liked them until I ranked them and I was like, oh yeah, this one's really good and this one's really good. Yeah. So I think these movies mean a lot to me now and I'm happy that we could share that together. I'm happy that you shared that passion with me. So thank you for showing me these movies for real. 
Well, anytime. It's not over. We're going to mm-hmm. keep going down the track. We'll get back on the Godzilla train at some point. Um, but I definitely think we need to take a little bit of a breather from mm-hmm. them. So that way we can uh, get a little more of passion for it. And that way we can appreciate it that much more when we do return to the series. Um, but as fans, you know, thank you so much for joining us for this journey. I had a ton of fun. I mean, I don't, I, the ones I always, I always try to share these episodes out the most just because I, I feel the most proudest of that work. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I always want to make sure you guys listen to it. I mean, and I do appreciate any thoughts, opinions, if you guys have of this series, you know, let me know, um, yeah. let us know. I mean, we always want to know what yeah. you think about it. And oh, I needed to add. Now I'm a Godzilla fan. You made me a Godzilla fan, right? <laughs> you you did. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> yes, but no, I agree. If you enjoyed this series, let us know. If there's anything else you want us to cover, give us a shout out. We'd love to hear from you. And but, everything. <laughs> enough of that mushy crap. That garbage. Let's get, <laughs> let's get back on to our regular schedule program, Nathan. <laughs> what are we going to be talking about on Tuesday? Well, can you tell me what month next 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 month is? Are, wait, is it is oct is this going to be is next month going to be October? Yeah, yeah, it's October. Oh, all right. Well, Ryan, I'm really sorry to do this to you. Uh, to pick our Tuesday choice because I picked the last horror movie from 1982 um it is streaming on tubi and prime it's the last one so i hey oh sorry so whoops so there's no more after that (laughs) yeah it ended there so oh oh damn yeah well all right well i guess that's the last one so uh, but be sure to check that out with us uh over there it's gonna be have a fun time but like I was saying earlier, if you have any thoughts and opinions of this podcast, please email us over at driveindoublefeaturepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on X and X us over at X and get an X with the IDF pod. Mm-hmm. And also check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. But hey, wait a minute, Nathan, you thought I was going to let you get off, didn't you? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if you remember, Nathan, but you made me a promise when we got to the end of this Godzilla series. Nathan, which one's better, Godzilla or King Kong? I knew you were going to ask this. <laughs> I had a <laughs> feeling. I forgot. Uh, Godzilla. I, I will say it right here. I, I wanted to be honest because I, I wanted to see likable Godzilla, <laughs> and likable Godzilla is very likable. So Okay. Well, good. Then that means we can continue the podcast. So (laughs) until next time. Until next time.